Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is episode 24 of the Watchama podcast. Our guest today is Tessa Weber. Welcome. Thank you. Tessa is a PR professional. She already started her own company six years ago, Green Pepper, mm-hmm. with PR in the end. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for me, this uh, I was very critical some moments in my life about PR and advertising and I think some of us has this uh, also like oh this the commercials and this taking away the meaning of things and the world is run by advertising companies but uh, how I see your work you are doing something special and uh, we have to also realize that uh, PR advertisement marketing they, they are just tools and there are big companies or there are certain companies that are use them and there are also good companies and good products which really need some attention mm-hmm. because the market is so noisy that there is, we everything wants our attention the politicians the newspapers the the supermarkets the fashion uh, brands the car brands mm-hmm. and in this uh, almost uh, overwhelming supply it's mm-hmm. very hard to find the, the real value that's what I see okay. and I'm very curious what motivates someone to actually start a career in PR and how did it start for you oh dear that's <laughs> a very good question and I, I like what you say about um, uh, not trusting this world because um, I have so much recognition with that uh, what I do, I always do from a viewpoint of uh, it's a very strong tool to use and I love to use this very strong tool that I was educated in uh, for the good of all. That's what my vocation is. Um, so uh, how did it start for me? I worked for KPN, which is the uh, telco company, and um, I did a lot of marketing for them, direct marketing, and I liked very much the digital world. I did email marketing, I worked for myself already back then, and uh, and I was asked to work for this PR company, and I sort of had to start all over again because it's it's really different from marketing and what i did not like about marketing i loved in pr because in pr you um, inform more than you yell by me by this by that you inform in a very um informative way Mm. (laughs) Uh, journalists don't like to be pushed around they want to be informed and so as a PR person you inform journalists so that they can inform their um, uh, their public so that's what I started doing and I've always liked the um, the new things the 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 the, the change making Mm. business so Mm. uh, that's where my heart goes out to and everything that has to do with green, with sustainability, with personal growth, 
um, with um, uh, making the world better for as many people, but also for the earth and hmm. well stuff like that. Yeah, and when you when you deal with a with a company, let's mm-hmm. say, uh, because I know that uh, you are more specialized on B two B, but but still, when you approach a company, and uh, if it's a quite big company, you have already worked with bigger companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you? work close with the with the CEO or or the the very uh, kind of the the core team of the company or you work more with the with the department which is more into the PR and marketing well um, it's different Um, I have uh, oh dear I'm going to tell this Um, oftentimes I work with the communications professional Mm. in the organization um, but mostly this is someone who is also in the MT who is also part of the um, of uh, the people that run the the company um, and also I give media training and that's when I work a lot with the CEOs and yeah. uh, CTOs, COOs etc and I work with them um, to tell their core uh, values their core core messages um, yeah. and talk about that yeah and what I realized when I'm telling this that I'm not very good at telling my own story very well so yeah. because I mostly train other people doing that so yeah. this is very new but that's me. why I asked because uh, what I what I have uh, realized about uh, PR and and your work and uh, that it's more about reputation and about uh, this message. What so there is a certain company with a certain idea. There was someone sometime who started it. Yeah. And uh, to maintain that message mm-hmm. and to kind of uh, stream it out, mm-hmm. you need to find the, the core core people of the company. And that's why I was curious that uh, you have sometimes a middleman so to say in between the the core of the company and mm-hmm. you have to work with those specialists but then you you don't have maybe access to that that real message on a on a pure way mm-hmm. and yeah it was just a curious uh, yeah well, well it's a very interesting question because um oftentimes it's the communications people who know how important the core message mm. is so uh, or key message, hmm. as we mostly call them. Um, uh, so uh, oftentimes it's working with them that it's easiest for me because I don't have to uh, dig for the key messages because they have them. They yeah. have them prepared because hmm. they know how important they are. And um, and most companies that I work with exist already for several decades and mm. uh, the, the, the per- founders are the not, founders around. Are not awa- <laughs> around anymore <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but the, the stronger the, um, the the passion with which the companies was founded still lives within the company the stronger the company is yeah is my uh, mm. experience my experience yeah Cool. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, what I was uh, 
wondering about that. Uh, you have the PR, which is more focusing on the long-term reputation of the of a company or or, or any kind of organization, mm-hmm. and you have uh, the marketing, which mm-hmm. is more like sales, and uh, the storytelling part is more the the role of the PR or how, how do you see it because Not it's so just much. so emerged that yeah. it was like I also looked up uh, YouTube videos from university professors who try to uh, differentiate the two and they were like uh, always like overlapping the two mm-hmm. like well ideally PR marketing and sales strengthen each other yeah where uh, the the PR part is uh, the most dry information and marketing is more juicy and sales is even mm. more juicy and, and very focused on who am I talking with and, yeah. and what does this person need. And if, if they all align, then the, the, the key messages come across the strongest. And um, um, well, it, it, did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically similar to what I have found yeah. that uh, it's like it should work together. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and storytelling with with PR, um, uh, we use storytelling, um, and the stories are more about why does the the company does what it does. Yeah. or the organization and um, marketing is more how does the company yeah. do it yeah. and sales is more what does yeah. the company do this is the first time that i realized that this is this is actually how it works the simon sinek uh, yes rounds. yes yeah. <laughs> that's fun yeah yeah and you mentioned that you work with uh, or try to work together with green organizations and innovative uh, green organizations and uh, I know you enough that uh, you would be critical if you, if a non-green organization would uh, ask you to work with them mm-hmm. and they want to tell uh, a green story mm-hmm. how do you see that uh, what is happening in uh, yeah in average with the corporations in, for example in the Netherlands or in Europe when they because we see that uh, they are trying to be green or trying to look like green, but I'm not sure how how real is that. As an expert, uh, yeah, just some numbers or what? You, uh, you don't have to specify companies or whatever. Just well, <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I I just don't know. And when I started um, uh, my own company, Green Pepper. I was very much into uh, sustainability and doing green, etc. However, in practice, I don't do so much green now uh, as I might like. Um, uh, so I don't have enough uh, outlook on that. Mm. Uh, however, I have refused to work with companies that that did not how should I say, have a focus on, on doing the right thing for as many people as possible. Yeah. If, if making money is the only goal of a company, I, it, I, it doesn't resonate with who I am and, and how yeah. I want to do my, uh, my métier. Yeah. Uh, so 
it it won't fly so yeah. then i then i thank them very much and yeah. i have i i am very lucky to be working with uh companies that are wonderful and work from the heart and work very hard hmm. uh, on making things better for as many people as they can yeah and also there is also a difference what we can see that uh, in the last 10 years let's say there are more and more uh, green companies popping up which are core which are green at their core yeah and there are these other companies with which are trying to be green greening themselves and still they're in their core they are not that green Mm -hmm. and they say we are trying but who knows what is the real deal well what i have seen in this respect is that it has become um uh hyped no, no? Uh, uh, hygiene is the Dutch word. Hygiene. Hygiene. Yeah. That that pe- uh, companies have to be green, have to be yeah. sustainable. So that where, let's say five years ago, uh, greenwashing was still possible. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, it's not so much possible anymore. Mm. And a lot of young companies have the green mindset yeah. from the get-go. And yeah that creates such different organizations from um, the much older organizations. Hmm. But there are also wonderful um, initiatives in older companies, but they ha- it's, it's not as easy to change yeah. from a big company than uh, if you can, if you can um, start afresh. Yeah, there are entrepreneurs needed in the company who, who start to move things on a different way. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's oftentimes that that uh, there's no budget and and there have yeah, how should I say it's not as easy. Yeah. In bigger companies, people have to work hard to make it happen, but once it happens. I, yesterday or the day before, I saw something of IKEA, who were who were uh, changing something, which will have a massive impact. Hmm. Uh, so once they they sort of take another course, then the ripple effect hmm. is huge. So I'm 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 fingers rooting. crossed. Yeah, I'm rooting for them all. <laughs> yeah, let's do this together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, how do you see that? Uh, because I've also seen that I'm just, you know, because of this research for this podcast, I already uh-huh. got so <laughs> smart, you know, like, nice. that, uh, you know, the PR is more, more uh, common opinion. So it's not just uh, one direction like marketing or sales when you tell a story, but it also uh, includes the comments and reviews uh, from and the, uh, articles from journalists mm-hmm. so there is not just one direction from the company itself but mm-hmm. uh, a whole audience the whole community the whole uh, consumers and everybody who is involved uh, in the uh, companies or an organization's ecosystem create that uh, PR uh, information cloud or mm-hmm. whatever and uh, how do you see that uh, the individuals uh, the customers i know that you are more more focused on b2b but uh, 
maybe you have some uh, insights on uh, how individuals can influence online a certain companies reputation do do still people have the power somewhere absolutely yeah. absolutely um, with all uh, with uh, social media my um, uh, my business has changed immensely because mm. uh, as as consumers we have the power within our uh, pockets mm. with our um, on in being on Instagram and on Facebook we see it with uh, the whole me too mm. movement mm. has done so much to bring down uh, mm. these people who were sitting in ivory towers and were sort of in untouchable yeah. and they came crumbling down and I think this is this is a movement that will uh, grow and grow and um, therefore I think PR will increase in importance mm. because um, I think the times are sort of past that you can hide between walls mm. because um, people also move around a lot so yeah. they don't stay in within a company for for 35 years anymore yeah. not the average person so whatever you're trying to keep inside yeah. will travel with the employee that starts yeah. working somewhere else so whatever you're trying to hide will get out there so yeah. best not hide yeah. and uh, it doesn't mean you have to tell everything because that's also something uh, some things are so complicated that trying to be open about them only creates more confusion so you don't want to be open about everything mm. and also that's also pr what do you yeah. have to tell so that you clarify things and what doesn't need telling because it will only create um, yeah. confusion and mistrust and mistrust yeah. there you go yeah. Yeah. because that's that's one of the core what i see it's with with branding and uh, PR is the building of trust, yeah. trust relationships. Yes. Yeah. And trust comes by foot and, and leaves uh, by horse. <laughs> so yeah. you can lose trust in an instant and yeah. it's very hard to build. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I like this, um, the, the complexity of it. I like yeah. that very much. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, maybe couple of uh, decades ago or maybe 100 years ago it was more instinct based or I don't know you know people built relationships because they knew each other mm -hmm. but nowadays there are huge companies working on this trust relationship uh, and yeah. yeah sometimes it's of course it's misused sometimes uh, it's not it's good to have it mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the trust is such an important uh, thing that if we cannot trust, that's why some people get freaked out when they are disappointed in one or two bigger companies mm -hmm. or governments that oh, the, every, the whole world is fake. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of fakeness yeah. going on. And also by, by, by the consumers. I mm. mean, I... Uh, when I take a, a photo uh, and put it on Instagram, I try to look as pretty as possible. Yeah. And I uh, take a picture of my food, making it pr as pretty as pos possible. So we, we all fake 
stuff. Yeah. And um, um, it's it's a given of this yeah. world. So you have to you have to course there and. Um, I'm getting I'm getting off course now, but uh, <laughs> you just said um, that uh, PR was an instinctive. Uh, yeah, maybe thing. for for longer times. I don't know. Well, it still is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it still is. We call it fingerspitzengefühl. Okay. Uh, so you have to sort of have a have a knack of um, trends, hmm. and but you can also measure a lot. Today I had this. Uh, I had a sort of crash course yeah. f- uh, for social media, and I learned some new stuff hmm. uh, that you can measure these days. So it's very important also to have uh, the right information yeah. um, on what your public likes or dislikes. And do you have any expert advice to uh, to someone who is uh, who wants to? find uh, trustworthy sources or you know like uh, who has some mistrust uh, built up uh, mm-hmm. throughout the years maybe in the last uh, five years whatever and uh, they have the eager eagerness to find some trustworthy sources or at least to filter out the fakeness are there any tricks and and uh, could you specify what they mistrust mm let's say someone who is uh, 55 mm-hmm. just started to use facebook five years ago and they got a lot of advertisement uh, pure in their account because they were not prepared for this you know how to avoid it mm-hmm. and then they st- they are kind of leaving the platform mm-hmm. but it can be other other platform like instagram or other and is there any any mindset trick what they have to find like, okay i'm gonna start it from a new new account what can i do to avoid that uh, people like spying on me or i get uh, flushed by advertisement and that's a very interesting question and i i don't exactly have an answer to that because just the other day i saw this documentary about uh, cambridge analytica Hmm. and how they influenced the American uh, elections. And um, I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I think it's very hard, it gets uh, harder to differentiate between fake news and and real news. Hmm. And the only advice that I would have is uh, follow the the real media. We have wonderful newspapers. We have wonderful journalistic programs. Uh, if you mm. want to know the truth, follow them. Ooh, I would disagree. I I, yes? I follow everything, but not just not not the mainstream because uh, I kind of uh, you know I oh. just I just see it as a conceptual thing, which is kind of accepted, and I just okay. I watch it maybe once a month or once in two months, but. Uh, I'm not suggesting following yeah. all the media, yeah. but there are because st- most of the media is just uh, bad news and uh, making people depressed, mm-hmm. and in between some painkiller commercials, yeah, <laughs> or alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, there yeah. are some journalists yeah. that I follow also yeah. on their own um, social media, yeah. um, and I read 
uh, the articles that they write about stuff that I'm interested yeah. in. And um, yeah, that's what I would advise because these yeah. are really uh, good journalists that they do their research. They oftentimes know more about businesses than the spokesperson hmm. they would, would hmm. interview. Um, so yeah, that's what I would advise. And yeah. otherwise, if it sounds too good to be true or, or too bad to be true, yeah. it oftentimes is. Or maybe just uh, don't like uh, pages if you are not interested just because someone invited you, uh, you know, because that's all, all how you can filter out, keep your social media uh, clean on a bit, uh, a bit, you know, you don't like pages, you don't add uh, someone who you met once 10 years ago, you know, mm -hmm. just have a, a small group of friends. That's what I'm saying with the 1200 people, <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> But but still, yeah. uh, actually, I use a very nice tool. Uh, Which is? Uh, it's on Facebook. It's called the Newsfeed Eradicator, and it switches off my entire uh, newsfeed. So I I have a Facebook for messaging and uh, you know do the work, mm -hmm. but I'm not distracted with all of the the noise, whatever. Yeah. Well, the, the filter with which I view the world is also uh, from a PR mm. uh, viewpoint, I find fake news very interesting. Mm. So I'm always, when fake news hits my f uh, feed, yeah. then I look with different eyes than you, for example. Yeah. I will look and, and what, what makes this fake? Yeah. Why do I see that this is fake? And oftentimes it's the translation. Yeah. It's translated yeah. In, in such a way no real copywriter would mm. write this. So, um, and, and very bad pictures and, mm. you know, and yeah. I find it very interesting because this is my, uh, my expertise. So yeah. I need to know more about it. I mean, I just see the, the news. I'm not saying that something is fake or, or not. I just observe it mm -hmm. and uh, don't focus on on uh, on it because, you know, many things. The other stories made up uh, right now. I cannot do anything about it. Just worry, maybe <laughs> if mm -hmm. it's too bad. And uh, yeah, why, why would I be? Because we should also see that uh, somehow the world is still operates on a dualistic uh, way. Mm -hmm. like uh, left and right, uh, whatever. And I'm more centralist. Mm -hmm. So I just I just understand both parties because both of them has some some sense what they are saying. But there is also the extreme part, which makes the uh, and I think most of the people are somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. But the extremes are the most harsh and uh, harsh. Yeah, yeah. Harsh and, and they are and that's where all of these very crazy stuff is coming from mm -hmm. and all about uh, and all of this uh, attention grabbing is just uh, in my opinion is goes uh, to take away your attention from yourself what mm -hmm. you eat uh, how to keep your peace of mind how to be relaxed and calm with other people but they are just generating this uh, whatever anger in society so that's how i see it yeah that would be also my advice. Yeah. Take yourself as as the only um, authority on which 
you choose yeah. what to do or what not to do oftentimes people ask me uh, should I be on LinkedIn should mm. I post on uh, Instagram and stuff and I always tell them what do you want mm. what what feels right for you um, and and do that and let the other stuff uh, go and let other people do that so mm. And what I also see it, uh, and you also mentioned it, that uh, you are trying to kind of work with these worlds in our world with little worlds like uh, the the green or innovation, like for a positive uh, impact. Mm -hmm. And also you mentioned uh, more the personal development and this consciousness parts. So, and I also see there is a lot of common patterns uh, between the consciousness people or the uh, personal development people and the uh, and the green green minded people and there yeah. is still uh, that's what I'm trying to bring together also with Wachama you know mm -hmm. like but I I miss the link the tangible link between these two camps or how do you say it mm. oh that's funny because um to me, it, uh, people who are very strong in this one world hmm. are very open about this other hmm. world. So um, it's sort of uh, people who play. This is this is not a good example, <laughs> but people who play golf of, often drive in a Volvo. Yeah, because it sort of goes together. Hmm. And people who do personal development oftentimes are very conscious about their food and their um, uh, 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 footprint. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, it sort of goes together in my experience. Um, and to me, it's very interesting to uh, see that personal, personal development and, and thinking about uh, doing things for the greater good is sort of incorporated more and more into the commercial world yeah and uh, and I I like that hmm. I was sort of uh, let's say uh, 10 years ago when in a media training for the for a big corporation and a CEO when I talked about how do you feel I was sometimes frowned upon. Hmm. What do you mean? How do I feel? Is yeah. that important? Yes, that's very important. And nowadays they ask me more. Okay, how can I get grounded? Uh, yeah. And uh, should I do? Should I meditate uh, yeah. before I have an interview? And yeah. that th those are normal questions now. Yeah. So uh, I that makes me happy. Very happy. Yeah, maybe you are right that uh, the personal development people are leaning towards uh, being green yeah. a bit, but still not not that's not their main mission. Their main mission is uh, sometimes the you know traveling the world and whatever doing good, but and the uh, green is just uh, or environment is just on the second uh, or third. Mm -hmm. But I sometimes I see very green people who like let's say don't take care that good about themselves you know mm, so yes yes i see and uh, yeah uh I, I i talked about this with someone 
today hmm. that oh yes a friend on the phone that um, many people haven't learned to take care of themselves hmm. um, uh, for instance I, I coach people um, uh, lifestyle coaching and one of the things that that really uh, struck me in my heart was that nearly everyone that I'm coaching at the moment has uh, has this um, how should I say uh, has trouble taking good care of themselves mm. and being kind that's mm. the word being kind towards mm. themselves and that's something that we don't learn and yeah. and and I like teaching people to be kind well teaching well I I had trouble being kind towards myself and um, the more I am kind to myself the kinder I am to other people also yeah. and the more fun I'm having in my life so it's it's sort of benefits everyone to yeah. be kind with oneself yeah and I, 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 I call it more like uh, self-love yeah self-love also yes. before I started this uh, podcast I I was like wondering okay before every episode you know and you push the send button that it's published then you have to have I'm, I'm not a narcissist or whatever but mm -hmm. you have to have a certain self-love like okay that's gonna be live yeah <laughs> yeah yes. and uh, I also feel some uh, good vibrations since I'm developing this uh, like I mean not necessarily that I'm like uh, spoiling myself like mm -hmm. with, with stuff but more like many people I do like uh, they are doing like self-hatred almost like mm -hmm. oh I was so stupid so I'm trying to reduce all of those yeah and it's already a big big uh, big deal yes and yeah I come from there yeah I, I have I have cursed myself so mm. much and and I read somewhere um, uh, someone I don't know who or where but someone made me aware that um, when you start listening to what you're you tell uh, you you tell yourself and you ask yourself would I tell this to someone else yeah then then the quarter falls then you you realize oh my goodness what yeah. am I saying to yeah. myself yeah. I would never say this to, to anyone so why am I telling myself this? And that was the turning point for me. Hmm. That I and and now every now and then I do something stupid because we all do something stupid, yeah. and then I start, you know, berating myself, and I tell myself, ah, 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 no, yeah. not going there, not yeah. going there, not anymore. Yeah. And I I pour myself a coffee, or <laughs> and I'm kind to myself yeah. because it's hard enough. Yeah, and if yeah, and then uh, that's the point where or the place where you can start to share the love with uh, with other others yeah. or your environment. Yeah. Yes. And it's very interesting that you mentioned this uh, lifestyle coaching, mm -hmm. and I also know that you you have done training with uh, Bert Hellinger. How how close are these uh, other disciplines, or how do you say the other? knowledge fields knowledge <laughs> fields uh, link to the to the PR because for me it makes sense mm -hmm. like for example when you are working with organizations it's all about relationships 
Uh, also the founder, but also the well, not just the founder, the CEO, then everybody who is working, their relationship and their audience or the customer's relationship. And maybe the Bert Hellinger studies can help a lot with like seeing the constellations mm-hmm. and yeah, where where can you yeah, how to communicate that core message that maybe some someone in the constellation uh, don't have access to mm-hmm. yeah and the other thing is this uh, lifestyle coaching yeah then you really kind of see in people from from within or from their eyes much easier to see their life as a designer kind of mm-hmm. and uh, it it's really like a people study yes so maybe you can use them in pr too Yes, absolutely. But what is your? Uh, it's just my my interpretation, but I would. Well, love I, I to like hear. the way you look at it because <laughs> yeah. it's it's you you, um, uh, you see it in a way that I look on mm. it myself also, and it sort of evolved because mm. I had a, a big interest in personal uh, development from a very young age. Uh, I remember when I was eight, I tried to meditate, and I. Mm. I didn't know what meditation was, but I tried to meditate. Mm. So it's it's sort of it it has been part of my life from Mm. a very young age, Um, and it was sort of one trail that I was walking on, and another trail was my um, uh, uh, my my how should I say Um, my work, my career, my career development and these have been separate trails and um, let's say about 10 years ago I I felt that they needed to come together for yeah. me to be uh, happy yeah. uh, so I started pulling them together and and the uh, Bert Hellinger uh, way of looking on upon the world sort of bridged those separate trails Hmm. and uh, what I found is that everything I learned within personal development etc is is like a toolkit that I use uh, for my work and also the other way around um, there's a lot that I have learned from working and and working together with people and uh, how much time things sometimes take yeah. Uh, um, that I I use in my own life and for friends and stuff. So any lifestyle train uh, um, uh, coaching that I've I have done a study over a year, and I did that to know more in depth what the people that I train and I coach within my work, my PR work, uh, what they come up against. Mm because I want to be uh, a confident Hmm. Um, and that means that I have to know more than Hmm. I need to use Hmm. so that I have also always uh, I want to have a full toolbox that I can choose from I see uh, most of the time uh, marketing and PR professionals very conscious in average that's what I my that's my experience but uh, 
do you see still that uh, some some PR professionals are just into the PR and uh, not into the their own lifestyle design and they this is a uh, really affecting their work too yes well, there are different styles of doing PR and um, uh, I can only do it uh, in a way that that works for me as a person but I know very good professional PR people who do not do anything with personal development mm. because it's not their interest mm. and they still are very good professionals okay so um, yes and they can they have different uh, kinds of clients than I mm. have uh, and and it works you mm. know you, mm. you work with the people that that uh, understand you yeah. the best and and I like working with people and organizations that have a very strong passion and a very strong belief system and yeah. they work from from their core and and I understand that so it's easy for me to translate what they want to do in the world yeah. into uh, images and and texts and and ways yeah. to express that yeah. um, and um, that also means that some clients would be very bad for me. Yeah, yeah, and I can imagine that uh, building a reputation of a company as a PR professional—it's a very intimate work. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, I'm very curious how a match match uh, making or uh, how companies find you or you find them. How uh, what is the process of uh, making the match? Is it? Uh, feeling based or uh, cv based or everything together or just a great conversation and the vibes that you just feel it uh, I, I don't know uh, what what are the most uh, for me it's word of mouth yeah so i get recommended okay uh, by people who have worked with me yeah. and they recommend me to other people uh, that i think hmm. uh, will be happy with me uh, so I don't advertise or um, huh. uh, and and every now and then maybe twice a year um, when I have this conversation we feel mm, no this is not a match hmm. and then uh, we say goodbye okay and that's okay too yeah yeah but the initial uh meeting like when you meet them first time okay t if it was a referral that is easier but still mm -hmm. you don't know them directly so the, the click has to be there somehow and uh, is it and uh, is it uh, comparable to a normal job interview or <laughs> um yes and no um Oh, this is this is hard to answer because okay. th these are are um, for instance I do PR work yeah and I train hmm. and the train the trainings that I do are media training and presentation yeah. training these are short yeah short things so when people ask me for a short for a training that's a half a day or a day or two half days yeah. and um, then in it usually is by telephone that I, I talk with them for the first yeah. time and then I ask them some questions which tell me 
okay, I can work with this person, yes or no. Okay. And then I tell them the way I work and that it's very personal and, and yeah. as you say, intimate. Yeah. Because in media training, I'm going to tell people things that they don't want to hear. And mm. I'll do that as loving as possible and, mm. and always with respect because I, I may not train someone that I cannot feel love for. Mm. That's, that's a, a, a law. Tessa's yeah. law. Yeah. I may only train people that I can feel love for. Yeah. So uh, if I don't feel the love, then uh, I say, well, I, I can refer you to other people that mm. will be better. But PR work, that is more like a, a real uh, job interview because then yeah. we will have, we will be working together for a long time. And then yeah. you need to, to feel what the other one means you need to understand each other yeah and um and it's very important yeah and i, I know there is a lot of uh, literature on pr and marketing but still i also talked with uh, jan hellinger a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago and he was also okay it was more about entrepreneurial dis entrepreneurial decision making that is from from gut and from feelings but uh, still how can someone because i see that also this pr is uh, feelings and uh, emotions and that translated to words mm -hmm. how can someone uh, train those uh, muscles of uh, feeling uh, or you know like to to be able to perform as a good pr person well i i worked at a pr firm and um i was trained on the job and i had already had a career in marketing of um, let's say uh, six to seven years so uh, I learned how to write I learned how to uh, derive key messages um, mm -hmm. uh, so I had already trained a lot and then I trained in being a PR person and I was I was uh, I was trained wonderfully mm. on the job so there was always someone who was senior to yeah. Uh, to me, uh, checking my my press releases, mm. um, telling me how to organize an event, how to um, pitch uh, a certain idea uh, with a journalist, and and this training took about two years before I felt a bit self sure mm. that I mm -hmm. might be good at the job. Okay. But that was very frustrating those two years because yeah. I always felt very insecure. Hmm. And uh, and still, I mean, uh, you mentioned more about practicalities and what you did in practice, like uh, writing text and uh, organizing events. But more, the my question was more about the feeling part. Uh, or after a time when you work with so many companies, uh, you develop this. Yes, and and uh, this company where I w uh, I worked, we had um, uh, many job interviews, and in mm. the job interviews, you felt this person might be able to learn it, mm. and this per person will never learn it. Okay. Because you you always you, you have to ha be an empathetic pe yeah. person. Yeah. 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 And, and have sort of a broad view of the yeah. world and, and your sort of tentacles, what's happening? Yeah. What are the trends? And step into the shoes of uh, yes. certain people and pick up roles just to understand uh, what they're gonna respond. Yeah, yes. that's why. 
And and also uh, you mentioned it. I'm more of a B two B person because I like the 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 business way of of people interacting mm -hmm. but there are also people who, who love to work with consumer communications yeah. it's too fast for me i can mm. follow yeah. so i don't i don't like it because i'm not good at it yeah uh, so and the consumer world is way broader with emotions and uh, also the consumer the, the business kind of people they are like a certain archetype what you can kind of relate to or learn the, most of the characteristics but if we go to the consumers like that's everybody almost <laughs> yes and 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 it's what yeah. you say in the consumer market emotions run higher yeah. and and i i go i go along with yeah. all those very yeah. strong emotions and yeah. then i cannot keep this this calm demeanor yeah. <laughs> which is easier for me in the v2v world because emotions don't run as high yeah. there yeah okay and uh, what was your experience because you were volunteering for two and a half years here at the startup yes. what was your experience with the with the startups and in wagon the wagoning and ecosystem let's say well um I, I love it. I love startups uh, because um, most people don't start their own business, business unless they have this very strong uh, idea and goal and they really, really, really want to put it out there. And, yeah. and that's an energy that I like to work with. And um, the startups also have uh, had a wonderful education. They're smart, oftentimes. Mm. I love smart people. Mm. Uh, so uh, I liked working with them and, uh, and making good ideas better and um, helping someone to express their idea in a way that other people can relate. Uh, that, yeah, I, mm. lo I love doing that. Yeah, I've also seen one quote on your website or one of your articles that if you if you are not passionate, if you are not an entrepreneur doing uh, or running your business from your heart, it's better not to start because you just cannot make it. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. If, if, if it doesn't come from the heart, it's too hard to be an entrepreneur because you will be disappointed. Uh, you will fail every other week. You will fail at something. And it's 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 gnawing at your self confidence, so you must have this really deep connection with what you want to put out there, or else you won't make it. Hmm. And how do you see this last, uh, let's say, five to ten years since the more the startup culture also reached the Netherlands? Mm -hmm. uh, what is your experience? I mean, outside the Wageningen. Uh, startups do you work a lot with uh, with startups yeah well i work for a startup now yeah. uh, and uh, it's it's uh, called foodle and i do pr and marketing work for uh, foodle and i i love it it's mm. um, we work with a team of uh, very uh, knowledgeable professionals who have uh, still this this fire with them mm. in them and it's it's fast it's um it's fun we laugh mm. a lot mm. uh, and 
yeah i i like doing that so yeah yeah, yeah so because before uh, the main clients you had uh, they were more these established bigger companies yes yes and the energy is different the energy is different uh, with the big companies and the small and the startups i guess yes it's it, every company has a different way of working and for me having yeah. all these different fields to work with mm. works for me um i think i would be bored i i bore quite mm. easily i'm afraid mm. um uh so uh i like the the combination of it yeah and and there's one one of my uh clients is a very political um field mm. and uh we have to move very carefully everything um uh yes we have to move very carefully and with fudo it's fast yeah. and uh easy decision making mm. and um for another company i work uh, I can I can sort of do whatever I like mm. uh, within certain parameters, mm. and they are happy with whatever I do. With okay. and, and this combination, I yeah. I like it very much. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you mentioned a lot about uh, personal development. Mm -hmm. What areas are you working on on yourself? Uh, do you meditate or? Uh, I mean, if you can share some some practices, what you think is beneficial well, to um, look at, look into. Yeah, meditation is not so much my thing. I'm, I'm, uh, I find it very hard to sit still. Boring. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. I find it boring. Yes, but I found sort of a meditation that works for me. Uh, I have a dog. I work with my. Yeah. I walk with my dog uh, uh, at least twice a day, um, uh, oftentimes three times a day. And what I do very often is um, think of everything that I'm grateful for. Hmm. So I just walk and I think of everything that I'm grateful for because that that heightens your uh, uh, frequency, your yeah. energy frequency, and. Um, and by the time I'm back, I'm I'm happy as can be, because there's so much to be grateful for, and yeah. sometimes I forget it because there's so much I have to yeah. solve and and you know, yeah. busy busy busy. Uh, there is also stress. a nice uh, book, let's say, or a notebook. Uh, it's called uh, the Five Minute Journal. Mm -hmm. uh, you wake up in the morning, you wake, you write up the three things what you are great grateful for. Mm -hmm. and uh, in the end of the day you write up uh, what 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 are you grateful for what was the mo highest point of the day mm -hmm. and what could have uh, been better it's also nice just uh, for people who want to be grateful and practice <laughs> it because it's also very very nice yes yeah yeah i started it when i w in a time of my life when i was uh, very depressed i was i've been ill for mm. uh, a long time and I I got very depressed, and I read somewhere to write um, before you went to sleep, write down five things that you were grateful for. And for weeks I wrote uh, down that coffee exists, 
<laughs> because that that was the one thing that that <laughs> I held on to yeah. that coffee exists, and um, and now it's very easy for me to come up with uh, many things that I'm grateful yeah. for. But in in a certain period of my life, it was very hard to think of anything that hmm. I was grateful for. But it helped, and this is my meditation hmm. now. Uh, once a day, or twice a day. Um, at least once a day, but but oftentimes yeah. also before the, the last round that I make with hmm. my dog before I go to sleep. Okay, yeah. I can imagine that uh, this uh, new uh, new assignment at Fudo is uh, quite. Uh, uh, intense mm -hmm. but what is the next the big step uh, what you are ha having in in the future that uh, that's that will be the next uh, next step or next uh, challenge well my next challenge i'm i'm uh i i'm working this week till tuesday thursday and then i'm gonna be free for th three weeks it's the first time in seven years that i've given myself wow. three weeks of holiday Um, and in those three weeks, I'm going to think about um, how I'm going to be, um, uh, how am I going to give more training in, um, let's say, conscious entrepreneurial skills. Hmm. So I want to push everything that I know about uh, how to form a key message and how to translate this key message on the, the various channels. Um, mm. And uh, I want to make this available for entrepreneurs and startups, especially. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to market this. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a transformational training. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. get into the core. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I've done a pilot in May. Yeah. Yeah. with uh, six entrepreneurs and and that was wonderful they uh, the, the the transformation uh, happened for um, I think each and every one and I mm. love doing it so mm. uh, I'll be building on that and how important it is because I think I've seen the flyer it mm -hmm. was a, a close clo a separated environment uh, like in a in an estate somewhere mm -hmm. So the question is, how important is that that you have that focus that people are closed and they have uh, common goals, I guess, on oh. a way that uh, they are interested in to break through yes. certain uh, blockages or yes. how to how to because I think after you find your self love, mm -hmm. just to uh, get back, the next step. Also for the entrepreneurs and everybody who start, uh, who tries to uh, develop a product or a company or whatever, the core is how to share your love with the world. Yes. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes, I I couldn't agree more. And that's difficult sometimes. Yes. To, to let it uh, come yes. out. Yeah. And it's nice that you say that you mentioned the word blockages because that's what I've done in this week. Hmm. First take away the blockages that had um, kept these wonderful entrepreneurs from doing what they wanted to do up yeah. till that moment. 
And that's what, what was transformational because oftentimes they, people know deep down inside what they want to put out there. Oops, yeah. sorry. But there's something that's holding them back. Yeah. And, uh, and um, it's important to have a safe environment yeah. when you take those blockages away because yeah. that's very, very scary. So, uh, and is this uh, this uh, blockage or this uh, obstacle what they have? Mm -hmm. uh, how to share it is uh, sometimes is it more like uh, lack of uh, self confidence or they th there's a self doubt, ma ma mainly self doubt that they cannot uh, be good enough, or let's say for others. Well, in in my view, it's oftentimes something that's that has been said hmm. to them and um, this this it's oftentimes a sentence or even two three words that sort of um, struck them hmm. on such a deep level that they they have built an some anchor yes yeah. some anchor and and that's what i look into with them so what what is this one sentence hmm. that that sort of flattened you hmm. um and and we work from that hmm. we sort of turn around the sentence in a way that it has uh, as much of an emotional um, effect but a positive hmm. emotional effect so um and and i i sort of stumbled upon this uh doing work with myself because i have i have those sentences and i hmm. i sort of traced those sentences and i thought oh my goodness this hmm. is really holding me back can hmm. i can i make something different that it still uh resonates but in yeah. a positive way and and that worked like a charm so yeah. I tested and I tested it on yeah. on those uh, entrepreneurs in May, and it it worked. It worked yeah. wonders. And, nice. Uh, yes, I, I I love to make that available to as many people as I can, because yeah. I think that business is going to change the world much more than politics. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's nice that you say of course. Why do you say of course? Because that's where. Uh, that's why I mean sorry for my language but entrepreneurs get shit done <laughs> couldn't agree more yes so they invent uh, they you know they they uh, deal with the people's uh, needs and problems and uh, yeah that's it so that's why also getting into the social science here in Wageningen I mm -hmm. figured out okay we can uh, criticize businesses and everything but in the end businesses have to change or have to, to make a shift to make the world uh, run more uh, sustainably or socially equal or whatever yeah yes and there are so many wonderful examples yeah. um, uh, rising now hmm. of people who are actually getting shit done yeah um, that is going to help us all and there are so many, especially here, there are so many intelligent people who have wonderful ideas uh, that are going to affect us all. So, yeah. 
<laughs> <laughs> and in these kind of uh, retreats I'm I'm just wondering because some people especially people who are running businesses they have uh, problems with uh, with stress or attention uh, like they have a very small attention span mm-hmm. and do you also I mean you are also into life lifestyle coaching mm-hmm. so do you incorporate also that kind of uh, some kind some tools to release uh, stress or uh, yeah, well, during this week that I yeah. uh, that we held, we uh, we had uh, vegan meals that mm. were prepared to a wonderful cook, mm. and uh, we started the day at eight. We we first went out to walk, and mm. so there's a certain way of being that helps you yeah. to focus, yeah. and that's how we that's how I I sort of arrange for things to be during this. A yeah. week or a weekend, I don't know. Phones off. Phones off. Well, just it, get, just. Um, it can add a lot of stress yeah. if yeah. I tell people you cannot mm. receive any phone calls. Mm. So I don't want to do that yeah. because. But I blocked like three hours. Yeah. No phones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you can have your phone. Yeah. And and the afternoons off and in the nights yeah. we worked again. Yeah, because it's pretty heavy stuff what you are digging into and yes. if people just get a phone call or try right, because it's so common in mm-hmm. uh, corporate trainings that people are uh, on twitter or whatever that yeah it's very hard to but yeah it was more uh, smaller setting so i yeah. guess it was easier to manage yeah yes and and also i have i had intake uh, mm. conversations okay uh, in which it became clear what they were looking for and if if you are looking for uh, a transformation Hmm. then you have already decided Hmm. uh, that there are stuff there there are things that you will not do yeah like pick up the phone all Hmm. the time or Hmm. or be on your laptop all the time yeah so yeah and uh, I assume that if you have this intake, then in some cases you you turn them down and sorry, I cannot help you. Well, I, it did not happen yeah. uh, in this instance. Yeah. But um, yeah, I might in in the future uh, have to do that. Yes. Yeah, because I see sometimes that uh, they seem uh, for a retreat or whatever for training, they seem to be oh, we have limited spots, whatever, and then. Uh, they just happen to uh, let everybody in and you, you sit and you see the different kind of motivation mm-hmm. and uh, okay what are we doing here all of us yeah but i really like this attitude if you have this intake and really for a f- filtering purpose i i couldn't agree more yeah because when i i did this pilot i went out to the venue that i had hired uh, um, that i had uh, rented and i saw that I could not do the training the way I wanted to with Mm. more than six people because when I started out I wanted 12 people Mm. so there Mm. there and then I decided six people no more Mm. and that worked yeah so uh, I made less money than I would have if I had allowed 14 people or 12 people in but that doesn't work I want to have a certain quality quality over quantity yeah, the the impact is maybe bigger this way. Yeah. 
Ja, en het werkt voor mij. Ik kan niet dingen doen die ik niet... Ik wil mezelf in de look myself in the mirror en yeah. eerlijk zijn. En soms ben ik overly precies. En hoe ver ben je van afsluiting van dit product? Ik bedoel, als je al je pilot hebt en ik denk dat het alleen de afsluiting touches. Ja, het is een vraag van maken space in mijn hoofd. And uh, and making some decisions hmm. and and just then after that putting it out there. Okay, so it's almost almost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it depends on your perfectionism. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's my biggest disease. My perfectionism. Yeah. 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 Nice. I'm I'm, I'm learning to. Uh, Uh, to be more of a uh, of ha- have more of an experimental uh, mind. Yeah. But what I said before we started this conversation, so I give media trainings and I tell people prepare what you want to say, and I did not prepare for this conversation. Yeah. And and uh, take it as a co- as an experiment, hmm. and maybe I will regret it later on. But <laughs> there you go. Uh, it, it, I learned. You know, some self-love is needed. That's yeah. It. That's it. <laughs> yes. And can you give us, a, I mean, if it's not too personal, a, a sneak peek, uh, what a PR expert who is also into lifestyle design and marketing and uh, after many years of hard working will take three weeks off, what are the, you know, what can you do? Uh, walking a lot outside you go for a travel in, because you mentioned that you're gonna compose this uh, new product in mm-hmm. your head it's not the holiday part i guess so i'm just wondering how a lifestyle designer is uh, spending uh, her holiday oh well <laughs> i i sort of um i have three phases yeah and the first phase i i found it out last year that It works for me. I'm going to. Uh, it's called Buitenkunst, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to be drawing for a week. Okay. And I'm on a camping, and um, I have my tent, and I'm going to be drawing, and doing nothing else. Okay. And then I will be. Uh, you you have already skills, or you just go there, uh, blank, uh, no skills, just uh, you know some cats and uh, houses uh, tree <laughs> <laughs> there there's uh, a teacher uh, yeah. and she will give us assignments yeah. and that's what I'll do I uh, once yeah. upon a time I did the arts art school yeah, okay and uh, so and I love I love doing that okay just a blank canvas and yeah. uh, draw lines well I'll draw yeah. lines okay and, cool. and something comes out of that yeah I like that a lot and that that relaxes my mind Yeah, and and that's what I need mostly mm. in the first week of my holiday. Yeah. and then I'll go um, and camp with my mother mm. for a week, and we will, you know, do stuff, uh, mm. visit museums, stuff like mm. that. And the last week I will take my niece uh, to camp in Czechia. Okay. So. Um, And and somewhere during my drives and and whatever, my naps, hmm. it will form in my head what how I'm going to yeah. uh, do the marketing of my trainings. Yeah. But the most important is that you're gonna be a lot of outdoor 
yeah. outdoor and discovering nature. Yeah. Yes, and and just resting my mind and 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 taking in everything that is not business and mm. that is not communication, but just living and being and stuff. Okay, and uh, I guess that also with the coaching you ask people to set themselves a certain uh, deadline for certain plans would you give yourself any deadline just asking deadlines don't no? work very no? well with me i okay. have so many deadlines in my work hmm. that um, uh, it, i i sort of uh, become uh, Resistant. Resistance. Resistance. Yeah. Yes, that's the word. To a deadline. No, I I have uh, a wish and uh, yeah. an intention. An intention, yeah. and and it'll turn out. And and oftentimes I have like, I called it my my little voice. Yeah. And it's oftentimes not so little. It's like a shout. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do it now. And mm. I'm I am more and more. Um, Oh, what is the word? Um, obedient hmm. to this to the little voice to the to this voice, yeah, that voice the activation my, voice. Yes, hmm. go now, do it yeah. now, or don't do it. You hmm. know, and I listen. And the more I listen to this voice, this inner voice, uh, the more I am exactly there at the right moment hmm. uh, in time where I need to be. So. Hmm. And I feel it's it's time now to set out uh, cool. these trainings. Yeah. Nice. So it's gonna happen anyways. It's uh, gonna happen anyway. Whether yeah. deadline or no deadline, it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna happen. Yeah. Nice, nice attitude. Because I al always, I don't know if you recognize that, but when I'm in the right state of mind, things don't take as much effort. Yeah. So and I've I've done my website for instance. I uh, made it in uh, two hours, yeah. and and for at least a year I was telling myself, go make your website, go make your website, yeah. and I was not doing it. And then I felt it's the right time, and within two hours it was done. Yeah, you got into the flow state. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Can yes. you access it in other ways or uh, direct? But consciously that okay now i want to get into this flow state and uh, or you just happen to uh, reach it well to me it feels like i have to make space mm -hmm. for the flow state to be able to enter me hmm. so uh, for me it's taking rest okay and yeah. and uh, being alone hmm. uh, and when i plan enough of alone time then the flow state can can come through me yeah. that's how it feels and also it it has a lot to do with other people um, someone i work with now a lot she's on holiday uh, mm. on foodle mm. we we bring each other in a flow state mm, that's and cool. that's wonderful yeah. we we wor working like that is no work at all that yeah. feels like having fun okay cool Yeah. What what would you wish uh, to people uh, related to yeah into this flow state or life life design? W do you have any advice to people to to find this uh, flow state? 
Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't exactly call it advice okay. because, uh, yeah, I wish for everyone yeah. uh, to um, uh, have the courage and and be able uh, to follow what what lives already in their hearts. When I was uh, a student myself, I thought um, everyone has sort of a favorite child's play. Hmm. Uh, I love to play uh, school mm. and I love to be the teacher. Mm. That's what I loved most. Um, and training is what I love most and, yeah. and helping people, you know, um, get to a certain state. Um, and I think that if we all do what we love doing most, then there is sort of a an organizational uh, uh, force that makes sure that everything gets done. Yeah, yeah. And and when I do what I like most, then I make room for other people to do the stuff that I don't like, yeah. which they will like most. Yeah. And then everything gets Sounds done. Sounds very organic. Yes. Yeah. And I think there there is an. Um, a force, yes, I, I mm. don't know a better word, but a force at stake that organizes mm. that. Yeah. And it's interesting to, uh, that you say that you make uh, space for the flow mm -hmm. and it sometimes uh, takes time because it's nice that you can manage it because uh, many people use it as a, yeah, as a procrastination and they never get uh, to that point that they really take an action. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe for the viewers, also related to what you just said there is a, a, a book uh, for, called the uh, war of art uh, from Stephen Pressfield it's mm -hmm. a where it's about the resistance that you have a gift inside but there is always a resistance yes. which is like uh, controlling it down and you, you just uh, don't take action mm -hmm. and there are certain uh, methodologies and uh, ways how you can actually take the take the action and uh, share your love with the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, and I think that the resistance can be your entry point. Yeah. Because oftentimes what I see people do, they want to get away from the resistance and they tell themselves that the resistance is bad and yeah. they have to get into the yeah. flow. But I think that the resistance if is If they flip entry. it, yes, then, then there, they, that, that is the opening. Yeah. Yes, because there's a lot of energy yeah that is sort of contained in this resistance that yeah. once you can flip it all this extra energy will come uh, become available for yeah. you to do exactly that you want, uh, the thing that you want to do there is actually another book uh, uh, called the obstacle is the way yes about stoicism and also like uh, yeah find find uh, the good in everything and try to flip these uh, blockages and see the, the the bigger picture not just the not just the obstacles yeah mm -hmm. try to ride the wave of the obstacle yeah. yes oh my are you familiar with these books or just uh, no, no i oh. hear oh. i hear from them f uh, uh, okay. for the first time i'm going to put some links in the uh, yeah in the nice I was listening this book, uh, The Obstacle is the Way, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it also deals with uh, Marcus Aurelius, who was a, a Caesar, mm -hmm. you know, 
and uh, emperor of uh, of Rome, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the most powerful man in the world. Mm-hmm. And he had, of course, many kinds of obstacles, but he wrote a book, Meditation, for himself, mm-hmm. about how to behave more ideally as a person. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this book was re, re-digested by this other author in mm-hmm. this obstacle is the way, but it's just an example of... Uh, suffering and then finding a way and uh, going ahead and don't stick in the suffering because it's just uh, it becomes suffering if we see it as a suffering otherwise we can just see it as an observer observer Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah find another way around it yes sorry people i didn't want to be too uh, philosophical (laughs) (laughs) I don't find any anything wrong in being philosophical. Yeah. I I love to yeah. read. Uh not everything, but I'm I'm sort of a I have a, an immense hunger hmm. for knowledge and and ways of looking upon things. Then it's also one one book tip from you for the viewers. Oh, absolutely Eckhart Tolle, The yeah. New A New Earth. That I I read this and I I read it uh, I read audio books yeah and um, at least uh, once every half year and every time I read it there then I hear new stuff hmm. and um, and I think it's a it's a mindset that we uh, we all um, uh, grow from. So that would be my book tip. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think uh, I, I I've asked most of the questions what I wanted to ask. Okay. Is there anything what you would like to share? No, I don't know. I did not prepare. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I liked your questions. Thank ah. you very much. Ah, you're welcome. But maybe you can also share your availability or your uh, uh, email. Uh, email your uh, website and uh, if you have uh, social media where to where can people find you well i'm i'm if i am at all visible uh yeah. i am visible but uh, on uh, just on my name tessa weber yeah uh, and my company uh, yeah my uh, website uh, green pepper dot nl dot nl dot nl and dot com Okay. Uh, I have uh, the English version is dot com yeah, okay. and the Dutch dot nl. Okay. And if people have questions, they can uh, reach me. Tessa, yeah. it's greenpepper dot nl. Yeah. And if the re- the new uh, trainings will be done, then mm-hmm. they can also find it on your website. I yes. believe. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and there's some also a decision I have to make if I'm going to rebrand, yeah. uh, and I'm going to let the the brand Green Pepper go and rebrand to Tessa Weber. Yeah. .nl. But I don't know if I want that yet. Yeah, we shall see. We'll I see. Mean, <laughs> it can be both. It yeah. can be both. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe you can ask some some brand expert about that. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'll do that. Thank you for your tip. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, then say hi to the people. Hi, people. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Hi, people. And uh, see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.